Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here at the Travel Leaders Networks Conference in Denver, just outside Denver. I'm here with a familiar face because every year we have this to interview, and actually this is less than a year because the last conference that, that Travel Leaders had was in Orlando in October. And here we are in Denver, and I'm here with Roger Block, who is the president of Travel Leaders Network. We're going to talk to Roger about what's going on with the network today, and you'll find out about that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Roger, first of all, it's great to see you again. Uh, we see each other a lot, but it's always fun to come together. And this time, it's less than a year, right? Right. And thank you for being here, James. It's uh, I know you flew in from Australia to be with us, so I, thank I, you for I, that. I did. I'm, I think I'm here. I'm not quite sure. Well, no. That. You're here physically? Mentally? <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> well, we'll, see. We'll, we'll talk about that. But let, let's talk about that. We, we've had a, this is towards the end of the conference. We've got one more day left. Uh, where is Travel Leaders Network today? Approximately how many agencies do you have? You know, it, uh, it depends how you count. Don't you okay. like that as a straight answer? No, over the last two years with the coronavirus, a number of our members who used to be brick and mortar, mm -hmm. uh, they went home and now they're operating virtually. Uh, but we have over 4,000 in the U.S. and uh, close to 700 in Canada, mm -hmm. members with unique identification numbers which is kind of the only way we can count. So, you know, in the old days, uh, you could count brick and mortar. Or arc numbers, all that. Yes, yeah, yes, that. well, the world has changed, yeah, so. Well, we don't talk we don't talk about arc numbers anymore because everybody's running them all through one agency. Usually it's one of yours, but. Right, well, no. Or one of your sister agencies. Yes, but, you know, the host business has really expanded for us. Uh, they're growing like uh, crazy. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about today is uh, uh, the alliances we've formed and okay. uh, we're, we're definitely going to yes. talk about that. Yes, we will. But uh, no, it's, uh, you know, people have had to uh, look at the business and how do you react and how do you modify and how do you change uh, to where you can survive. The number of uh, actual owners that went out of business, uh, honestly, and I'm thankful for this, was much smaller than we were predicting when, you know, everything shut down. It's well, in part because that's due in part to your programs that you had. Obviously, the government came in well, and stepped in with them was a and asked us lobbying. Yes, I mean between the PPP program and the employee uh, payroll program, I mean the tax program. Right. It, it's just I can't thank Asta enough, but really it saved our industry, yeah. no doubt about it. If if it weren't for that. Uh, we, I would have predicted 60% of well, asset, asset itself was talking 70% would yes. be out of business, and that has not happened, thank goodness. Uh, and now we're actually on the way. I think this is a week before the ASTA Legislative Day. I'm sure you're going to be down there, too. But uh, uh, we actually don't have too many issues to discuss. There's a couple. Oh, the There's big, a couple. The big one uh, really was taken care of last week when uh, the government announced uh, testing wouldn't be required. And it's really, we believe, going to be a huge boom to people because I, I've talked to a lot of friends who said, no, I'm not going to travel internationally because I don't want to take the risk of being stuck. And now they won't be stuck, and now they're going to travel at least yes. well, if they can find space because things are well, booking up. Another problem. <laughs> I mean, but that's a great problem to have. I mean, let's face it: yeah. for both the suppliers and the advisors, uh, the product is uh, uh, not being discounted. It is limited which means you have an impending event when you're going to close a sale that uh, truthfully you can tell a client, you'd better book now 
because it will be gone yeah. and the prices will probably be higher and that's that's for, that's for this year and next year so uh, let's let's talk about but you have benefited more recently you've actually gotten uh, a lot more uh, agencies and advisors into your network just in the last uh, few months right yes i mean uh, you know in the last six months we've probably added about 140 agencies mm -hmm. and uh you know some of them are very large uh it's it's uh, incredible to see the talent that's joining our network and it's really I think due to the total breadth of, of the product offering we have um, we, we've had a number of people who have joined us from other consortiums all consortiums mm -hmm. and they go you know if, if we would have known that you had these type of marketing programs or technology or training or support systems we would have been over here sooner yeah and uh, so it's 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 quite eye-opening for a lot of people I mean you think you know what the competitors offer, but it's amazing how little you really know. And then one of the other things is your parent company, Internova Travel Group, which owns uh, TLN and, and also Global Travel Collection and other companies as well. How important have they been to both getting TLN to survive through this period and also introducing no, new programs across the company that are going to help your advisors? Oh, it, it, Internova has been absolutely critical, critical for our survival. Um, having someone who is fully committed to the future of the retail travel distribution system willing to invest even in these tough times i mean yes we all had to make tough choices yes we did the things we had to do to survive because nobody knew what the future was going to be mm -hmm. but we all recognized that whether it was going to be a year two years or or whatever travel is going to come back right. and it is roaring back as we all know but they continue to invest in a lot of uh, central programs, technology being one. I mean, mm -hmm. we all know it's expensive to develop technology. And one of the things we're working on is, is a common booking platform. Yeah, there now, that was announced, although you're not ready yet, but it's going to cover air, hotel, car, at least this go round, and hopefully done by the end of the year. And then you're going to look at cruise and tour and right. things like that. Because given the size of Internova, uh, we offer air deals to our to our members, both international, domestic, where they can make a substantial amount of money. Mm -hmm. and, and where this really comes into play is uh, a vast majority of our members are not ARC appointed. So, you know, they're buying the air from the supplier, just like most leisure agencies do. So they book the air with the uh, cruise line or the tour operator. But if you're thinking about you're selling someone a suite on a med cruise or a Baltic cruise or uh, let's say a cruise around Australia. So you're going to sell someone a very high expensive cruise and then you're going to put them in coach for 12 hours. You think when they no, land... That doesn't work. Let me tell you, speaking from experience, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So so all of a sudden you're, you're uh, selling through the uh, cruise line today uh, maybe a four, five, six, seven thousand dollar airline ticket and what are you getting paid? Uh, with us, when you book it through our common platform, and, and it's up in, um, we have a version today, but the new one we're looking at is the bells and whistles on it. Uh, it's just amazing. But we're talking 
In many cases, you can make more off the air commissions than you do off the cruise line commission. That is absolutely true. In fact, there's years, I always tell people there's a story I did years ago for another publication called Make Money Selling Air. This was 10 years after the commission cuts. And you were actually the big source on that one because you said, why are you leaving money on the table? Oh, and people do because, you know, there's been a lot of people who said, never sell air. You can't make any money selling Some air. still do it. Uh, well, yeah. And, and you know, a lot of uh, smaller agencies do not have override programs. And again, now we talk about Internova. Due to our size, due to our negotiating power, we're able to offer our members an ability to make some serious money. And, and let's face it, when you're, when you're dealing with a, a transaction, yes, there's the commission on the initial transaction, but we're all looking for how can you increase that profitability of the transaction. And most uh, agencies and advisors leave that air component out of the picture. And, and it's, a, it's a big mistake. It's a huge mistake, and this is something that we got to keep emphasizing. I mean, I, I wrote that story almost seven, eight years ago, and it, you still got to remind them that, yes, you can make money selling air, and you should. Don't leave it on the table. No, absolutely correct. And, and we have relationships with, I'm going, I was going to say all, but all of the majors. Yeah. And it's over 100 airlines and you, on a and global you, basis. You have two major airlines, U.S. airlines here, basically, you know, promoting their their products to your members. Uh, they have programs, and you have had that for several years. Absolutely, we've had long relationships with the uh, domestic carriers and and many international carriers. But the two you're talking to, you know, they're two of the largest carriers in the United States. Yeah, Delta, and, Delta, and United will say absolutely. Okay. I mean. There's nothing to hide there, yeah. and so. And so that, that that's one of the things I ever saw. Now, now actually, to be honest with you, we're, we're starting to get uh, uh, airlines showing up at Asta, which is uh, the last few years. Uh, it, it's happening. Yes, I mean, uh, and so my one message to all of you is, if if you've never really looked at air and the opportunity, uh, because you're afraid of it or because you didn't think there was money in it, you need to take a second look. I mean, we're all in this business to make money. Yes, we need to take care of the client and, and all the other things. But at the end of the day, each of our businesses have to be profitable. And if you can increase the profitability, and this is one way to really do it, uh, you need to take a look at air again. Absolutely. Now, I want to turn to another thing that you talked about. We were at the press conference yesterday. Uh, you've done a lot of, made a lot of changes and improvements to your training. Uh, uh, and, and also make sure your training uh, applies to different types of travel advisors and their different needs. Tell us a little bit, because it was a really huge, huge uh, an announcements and you're, you're really changing things that are training that's, that's shorter, easier to take, uh, more specialized. Tell, talk, us, well, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, you know, over the last two years, the coronavirus has really said, you got to relook at everything you're doing. How do we make it uh, more effective for all of our advisors, all of our owners? So first thing is we've uh, um, put the, the training programs in, in different levels. Mm -hmm. So we have training programs for new agents to the business, mm -hmm. new advisors. We have training programs for uh, experienced advisors. We have programs for managers. We have programs for owners. Mm -hmm. And uh, as James just mentioned, we've also shorten the programs. Mm -hmm. So we're doing many of them in 15 minute uh, tranches because let's face it, we've all sat through Zoom meetings, yes. Zoom to death, but Zoom is so effective, 
if it can be put in, in Toronto. So we've redone most of our training programs and we have over uh, 300 titles mm -hmm. in our online version. Uh, one of the things we're going to be announcing tomorrow is that uh, one of the issues that, uh, as we talk to our advisors, as we talk to uh, our advisory boards, is many of them can't find experienced staff. Yeah, that we were talking about that. That's a huge issue as we emerge from COVID is that people seem to have disappeared, right? Yes. So they're hiring new people, but they don't have the time to train new people. Uh, they also don't have the, the curriculums in place. So we have developed a total curriculum uh, which talks about how to uh, qualify a customer, uh, courtesies of customers, uh, cultural differences of dealing with customers, closing the sale, uh, how to prospect for customers, and on and on and on. Is it a, a, the total complete, as I mentioned yesterday to you, the William Boyd, for those of you who've been around a long time, or you know, several hundred hour course, no. But it is an extensive course. Right. Uh, and then you, the owner, uh, can augment that training to your own uh, practices, policies, etc. Uh, it'll give you a great place to have, uh, whether it's a new IC or whether it's a new employee uh, that you feel can really succeed in this business, uh, learn about the business, learn about how to uh, uh, book with our suppliers, you know, the process of a booking. Sure. Uh, so it's, it's really co covering all the fundamentals and basics. But then, as, as uh, you said, uh, James, we have... Uh, training programs for all levels of advisors. And then we also uh, have spent a lot of time and money developing and refining uh, our specialty programs. Yeah, you have several, you have six, six, six or six programs. Yeah. And uh, the newest is Active and Adventure, which is a huge and growing market. Uh, luxury, as we all know, is, is uh, really expanding. So we have a luxury specialist program. We have a general leisure program. So if you're a newbie, that's one where you would start. We have one on corporate travel. We have one on honeymoons and destination weddings, which uh, anybody involved in that, yes, it's a huge profit, but it's complex. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, we really are uh, trying to, to create all levels of education. Now, these specialist programs, most people it takes them a year, year and a half to get through it. It is not just, oh, you know, two hours and you're done. Kind of like the old CTC, you know. Yes, we uh, require you to travel. So let's say it's a destination wedding. We require that you go down to, whether it's Mexico or a cruise ship, wherever, and meet with uh, the wedding planners down there. Uh, you know, actually uh, observe a wedding down wherever you're going. Mm -hmm. And, and so you should be totally experienced and, and feel pretty knowledgeable uh, as to all the pieces that ha you have to take care of from the minister to the receptions to the, you know, the uh, uh, rehearsal dinners to the flowers to the this, that, and the other. It's, it's all laid out. No, that's that's perfect, and, and it is so important. This does. The other thing I want you to talk briefly about, if you could, and it's not your area, but uh, Steve McGilvery is not here. He is your chief marketing officer, and a lot of time was spent on marketing, uh, a huge session on marketing, specifically looking at what you call agent profiler, which is the pro, which are the profiles you have on TravelLeaders.com that connect 
uh, uh, travel advisors to consumers, and which are searchable by Google. And you've been augmenting that and improving that whole thing, right? Well, first of all, let's face it. If you, if you are a customer or a client, and you're thinking about going to Africa, India, Australia, it doesn't matter. What you're really looking for is someone with expertise, knowledge, been there. Mm -hmm. And what Agent Profiler is, is a biography of each of our advisors, where they've been, where they're excited about, um, what their passion is. And so when someone is Googling, I'd like to speak to a travel expert for safaris in Africa. Right. Google will rank our advisors. And what, uh, what we've done with Agent uh, Profiler is we've added uh, reviews, customer reviews. Right. We've added video sections. Uh, we're trying to make the, the uh, Agent Profiler extremely robust so you, the client, almost feel like you know who the advisor is going to right. be. And then they choose the advisor, and our lead generation is uh, really expanding. Um, we're probably going to be approaching, well, the goal for 2023 is, is uh, well north of 200,000 leads. Yeah. And our I mean, closing percentages are in excess of 25%, which if you, if you think about a blind lead, this is someone you have never talked to before, yeah. never dealt with your business before, and you're closing that, and uh, um, we hear stories of, uh, you know, round-the-world cruises, and, I mean, it's, it's incredible what uh, we're and selling through. closing, and also you have about 9,000 travel advisors on agent profile, and yes. you have some in there in this sort of super agent category yes. that have much more extensive profiles, and they are getting the leads, right? They are, the, yes. The more robust you make your profile, the higher you, you come in the search. That's and, great. And we also, it's, it's part of the magic behind the scenes. And now you're going to have to talk to the pros on this, but how the algorithms work and all that, I'm not sure we'd tell you anyway. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been working on this for uh, close to 10 years now, how to perfect it. And if you were to do a Google search for almost any type of activity in travel, uh, almost anywhere in the country, sure. It'll Travel Leaders is going to come up come in up the top one, three, two or three. I, done, I did that experiment a few years ago, and it is absolutely true. Yes. Uh, now, the last thing I want to talk to you about was something we mentioned earlier, is I know you want to talk about this, is this new alliance program that right. you have. First of all, tell us a little bit about what it is and what are the different alliances you have. Well, first of all, because of our size, we have experts in every facet of the travel industry, whether it's corporate, leisure, honeymoon, luxury, um, it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we wanted to do is get all of the people who are specialists in whatever it is, um, whether it's advisors and or owners, mm -hmm. to be able to share ideas. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things we, we really are so proud of is the collaborative nature of all of our members. Mm -hmm. So the first two we launched, one was for advisors, and it's the agents who are luxury sellers. Okay. And so Saturday, the first day of the meeting, we had an all-day session with um, many of our luxury advisors, and we had one-on-one -on -one with our luxury suppliers. We also had roundtables sharing best practices, mm -hmm. uh, how to attract more luxury clients, uh, how to service them, you know, for, 
those things. And, and it's just a total sharing, but it's a group of people who have common expertise, all trying to help each other become better. Yeah. The second one was based on uh, the owners and its host agencies. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting because I sat through a lot of that one. Here's almost 50 competitors and you know we have some huge host agencies. No, I know that you have probably more host agencies than almost any other uh, consortium and agency oh, network. Yes, we do, and we have uh, numerous programs for them. But this was, uh, you know, it's it, we don't get down into the competitive things, but there's so many things that aren't competitive. For example, we all have to follow all the treasury rules, so make sure everyone knows that. But then you start getting into issues. For example. Uh, so you have all of these independent contractors. You can't require that they attend training, but how can you encourage them to, to attend training, whether it's training on uh, suppliers, training on sales techniques, training on uh, internal operation procedures. And again, they met all day and shared ideas, discussed topics. Uh, we had a, a travel lawyer in to talk about the latest, greatest, and what's happening with the independent contractor law, both on a state level and a country. And so we're going to announce tomorrow three more uh, alliances. Okay. Uh, the first one, as I mentioned earlier, that we had a specialty program on honeymoon and destination weddings. But we have hundreds of advisors who are specialized in that. But we want to form an alliance around that to where they can get together, share ideas, what are different add-ons they can do. How do you create a better wedding experience? How do you create a better uh, honeymoon experience for the client? Uh, how do you get uh, people to, for example, everyone in the wedding to book through you? Okay. I mean, think about all the opportunities. So if people can share those ideas, that's great. Uh, second one is going to be focused on owners, and it's uh, those agencies that are really first adopters of technology. And one of the things that was funny, I was, a few years ago I was talking to a couple of owners about a mid-office product for corporate. Mm -hmm. And one guy said, it's the best thing in the world. And the other guy said, I tried it and it doesn't work. Turns out one was Sabre, one was Worldspan, and the program really works with one of them, doesn't with the other. It. So it's, it's that kind of thing. So both on the leisure and the corporate side, there's just new technology products being delivered on a daily basis. We have a number of first adopters who are trying all types of technology. Mm -hmm. And it's not just uh, uh, mid-office, it could be productivity, it could be uh, booking tools, it could be communications tools, it could be anything. And then we want to get them in a room uh, on a regular basis, talk about which products they're using, which works, and then we're going to share that with the whole network. Uh, so everyone will be able to take advantage of those learnings. Yeah. And then the third one is also for owners. Uh, we have a number of agencies that uh, are in the mid-size range, but they, they really want to grow. But how do they grow? And so it's, it's, again, a collaborative nature, sharing ideas. I worked, this worked, this didn't work. Okay. That's just as important as knowing what did work. Don't waste your time doing this. So again, it's about how to grow, and you start thinking about, okay, mid-sized agencies, a lot of them are owned by husband and wife. How do you two work together? How do you divide the duties and responsibilities without creating a divorce, you know? I, I get that one. Yes, yeah. so no, I mean, so you think about all those issues of 
how do you get from that mid-sized agency to wherever that next step is you want to be? So those are going to be our three new alliances, and we're very thrilled to be able to get these people together to talk, to share, to build bonds, to build trust, and just further the relationship with Travel Leaders Network. Sounds great. Now, Roger, I want to thank you for taking the time. Is there anything else you want to get out to uh, our, our viewers about Travel Leaders Network today and, and what's going on? I, the only thing I want to just uh, state is, you know, if you've been with a group or if you're not with another group, uh, I think you owe it to yourself to see what the new Travel Leaders Network is all about. We really have programs that are world class that could help any travel agency, whether you're an advisor or an owner, grow your business and make more money. Absolutely, and that's the key. Uh, Roger, again, thank you for, for hosting me down here well, again, once again. Uh, it feels like we were just together, which we were. Well, actually, six months ago. And, and then next week we'll be together again. Actually, yes. Because it's another story. Uh, again, it's been a great conference. Great to be back here. Larger conference all the time. And I want to thank you. It's, it's great to hear what's going on with Travel Leaders Network. Thanks, James. Always a pleasure. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.